feel like I have to lean forward. I'm afraid. I was asking Marco if I could like hold the mic, but he was like, yeah, uh-huh. but you can't like move it around a lot. And I don't trust myself to not move it around a lot. So I'm just going to have bad posture for an hour, but it's okay. It's not forever. I have terrible postures. I was top posture. I was taking pictures this weekend and I was like, Ugh. like, why do I look like the hunchback in Notre Dame? So I didn't do it today, but I want to try and start like incorporating some workouts to like help with posture. Cause I think like a part of it too is like, I don't have a very strong core right now and I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. So that will help sh- straighten me out when I do, but I need to be more intentional about that because it's bad. My posture is actually pretty good. Like I'm very like mindful when I sit, like even if I sit on the couch or like sit at the chair and I like harp on my dad too. I'm like, you need to sit. I don't want to be like, I'm already short. Here's the thing. Yeah. And so like, I need to have good posture because you know, they're like when you're it old, you shrink money. and shit. Yes, it creates length. I don't need to be like a little hunchback lady when I'm like 80. Even when I'm 40, I'm already like growing into a hunchback lady just because like (laughs) gravity is pulling me there. Your core is important. I did walk though a mile like after work today on the treadmill. That's so good. And I did the speed high. So I was trying to walk, like push myself to walk faster. I did read though that you're supposed to take like, granted this is not... Uh, and I'll be all like 10,000 steps is recommended a day. 5,000 steps is good to begin with still. I did 2,000 steps today. So I want to try to make a goal for myself to walk at least 5,000 steps. So like the steps, oh, the steps are so hard. Like to me, I need to think about it in miles because like steps are fake. It feels like, like you, I can't physically look at the distance of 10,000 steps, but I can understand the distance of a mile so i googled how many steps are in a mile and on average there's two thousand and then it said on average you should walk ten thousand granted i did a quick google search i didn't look into this too much yeah but i do think i mean i have heard that like ten thousand steps a day you know like can help at least five thousand can help just little by little with like reducing cardiovascular like heart disease and things like that so i figured if one mile is two thousand steps roughly if i walk at least two to three i'm halfway there that's a great way to look at it i walked two miles today not like for that two miles today (laughs) and then i also did a workout after so i'm impressed that's my new goal so i always walk for an hour but sometimes the distance varies so now my new goal is two miles regardless of how long it takes Okay. Maybe you can also look at the speed and start to push yourself because part of it's like getting your cardio up, you know, like your heart yeah, rate so a little up. I walk while I work. So I was walking at like three speed, which is like a good brisk walk. Um, but when I was walking at three, I couldn't work and I yeah. couldn't just take an hour off work. So I had to like drop it down to like 2.4, 2.6 cause I can walk and work during that. I was walking and working too. It was like at the end of my day and I was trying to write emails and yeah, it was, it was hard to write emails and maintain a like fast stride. So I had to slow it down too. And then I sent my emails and then I sped it back up. Yeah, I do that. I go back and forth. I've also been wearing um, two and a half pound ankle weights while I do it. It's supposed to be good That's for your like But A really legs. good idea. That's a really good idea. I wanted to like just wear socks, but I know that's not advised. Yeah. So no. I put shoes on. <laughs> it's bad for your feet. It's not even I about. I, I, wore, I wore shoes. Feet, but... I wore shoes. Okay. Good. I wore shoes. The other day I did walk a mile without shoes on, but I didn't yeah. wear shoes today. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Thank Rose? you for wearing shoes today. You, you're making right. progress. I'm proud of you. You didn't even need to be told. You realized it was not good. I know. I was like, stop it, Anissa. Get it together. You can do this. Uh, well, here we are. And then I felt a little tired. So now I'm trying to walk more because I feel like I was walking around the other day too. And I used to walk so much and not be phased by it. And then I would always find it weird when I go back to California or people would come visit. We'd walk a lot and they would get so fatigued from yeah. walking. And I'm like, God, you guys need to walk more. And I've become that person now. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to become that person. I like notice that too. I've been trying to walk an hour each day since January. I've been trying to like incorporate that. And I haven't been very good or consistent. I usually get like two, 
maybe average three walks a week. Even now with doing just that little bit of work, I still already feel better, like running errands, running to the mall, like doing things. I where know. Like, I used to be like, oh, I'm so tired after going food shopping. Now I'm not as much. Yeah, I need to do it. I need to do it. But speaking of doing things, maybe we should intro the episode now because <laughs> we're only a few minutes in. I think we're getting better week by week. I'm going to let you intro it because I just feel like it's your calling right now. If you can't tell who it is, it's Rose. Uh, this is not a voice simulation or like some sort of little fun effect Marco put on. Um, this is who you've got today for the episode. And I'm joined with regular Anissa. Um, no special effects on her side today. Um, and we're just excited to be here. This is Precisely Nowhere. Follow us on Instagram. Interact. Say hi. Rate us. Love yes. us. Please leave some stars. I did plug the social at the end of the last episode. I, I did plug our social and asked for some reviews. So I'm glad that we started off with it too. Because I feel like we don't do it that often. And I was actually explaining to my family the other day. We were on like a four-hour family FaceTime. Which was super nice because I don't get to talk to them that often. Like day to day. You know, my cousin sends pictures of my like niece and nephew basically. And it's just small interaction. So basically we were chatting. I was interrogating everyone again about who's listening to the podcast lovingly. And, you know, my aunt, shout out to you, you know who you are, has been listening every week religiously and like engaging with the social posts. She didn't know we were on Facebook. So then she followed us on Facebook and she liked a bunch of content. But I was explaining to them how like you, we do need to get reviews and stars on the podcast like that. Yeah. This is not just an art project. Like it's a real, <laughs> it's a real thing. So the reason why I'm like asking them to support is because it's a real thing. And then, you know, we we do, unfortunately in today's industry, you do need some results, you know, definitely don't yeah. want like fake bots or anything like that, but genuine stars would be nice. And I, I hear great things like people reach out and, you know, say good things. So now I just need... Just say those publicly. Like we appreciate hearing the great things, but say them to other people, like in yeah. the comments and the reviews. Because I know we have more people listening than we have people following us. I can just click, click, click and find that information. And I know, I know that you people are listening and you're not following. Oh, totally. Oh my gosh. Speaking of people following though, we have like 250 followers on Facebook now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so random. I feel like who said Facebook was dying? That's Our where Facebook? we seem to get the most engagement. No, Our apparently. blowing up. Yeah. Our Facebook has been resurrected. I'm 255 followers as of today. And one of our posts has like over 20,000 views. It's actually amazing. I mean, I've been using Facebook still. I, I use Facebook still like 22.4K. It's exciting. And it, it has over 1.8K likes. And I'm not here for all the likes, but it is nice to see people and lots of comments to see people like acknowledging when we post things. You know, that one was about like what's in your self-care toolbox. And then just like spreading positivity and showing appreciation for content. I never realized how hard it was to get people to just engage with content as a creator until now. Like, I feel like I've seen and had a lot of friends do things, and now I get it. You're out here pushing likes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, have you listened to the podcast yet? One of my coworkers, though, did plug my podcast today at the end of a meeting, and I really appreciated it. So that was nice. Yeah. I was, like, caught off guard. She was like, what's on the <laughs> I was so caught off guard. I, I need to like practice my reactions. She was like, what's on the podcast this week? And immediately I actually was thinking about what I was going to talk about today for like next week. So then I had to, I said that and then I had to like backtrack out, obviously not in the meeting to be like, oh, actually on this week's episode, this is what we like kind of talked about, you know? Yeah. It's hard to remember what's happening in what episode because like we're releasing recording and editing all at the same time that they overlap so yeah. it's hard to remember like what you're gonna talk about today slash what you talked about two weeks ago slash yeah. what you talked about this week like 
It's a lot. It is. I feel like once the episode edit is finalized, I'm like, all right, on to the next thing. Never thinking about it again. I know. It's kind of crazy. And then I listen yeah. to it again and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I did talk about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, those words came out of my mouth. That's so strange. It's an out-of-body experience. I don't remember that. <laughs> I know. I like basically had to go back and listen. And then I realized I was talking about how Marco and I had been four days into living with each other. Mm-hmm. And now we're a week and a few days living with each other. It's still going good, but I do and have jokingly, not jokingly told him like relationships are hard. <laughs> they a hundred percent are. They take a lot of work. Yeah. I'm it's a lot that. of work. It's like for me, I'm still learning to remember that the things come out of my, that come out of my mouth actually like, mean something and can hurt people's feelings um it's it's been yeah. a long 28 years trying to learn that i know i feel like um i'm appreciating my family more too be- and grateful that i can go to them and like get advice you know just because i've also never lived with a boyfriend it's just a lot of firsts happening and we're moving there's like so many things happening all at once that I'm trying to remind myself to just like take it day by day and not get too ahead of myself. Once we move to California, like we're not going to have to deal with like the stresses of moving, limited space, living together. It's like, could you have added more things to a scenario? You know? Yeah. Sadly, almost there. I know. It's kind of wild. It's, it's actually like in a few days, two months away. Do you what are, do you remember what it felt like moving to New York? I feel like I had no idea what I was doing. I thought it was going to be so easy to move. I was excited. It didn't hit me that I was like here really. I feel like until a week or two after my parents left me like cuz they came with me and mm-hmm. obviously helped me move in and then they left. And then I was like, "No, I don't need to go back for Thanksgiving break. Like it's only a few months away. I'll just come over Christmas." And then a few, I was there for like a month and a half and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so homesick." But at that point, flights were so expensive, you know, to mm-hmm. go back to California. So, luckily my aunt lived in Maryland at the time cuz she was uh at teaching at the Naval Academy in Annapolis. So, I ended up taking a train a bus to see her, and that was great, but I feel like I was doe-eyed and just excited and not and you know it in another sense it's it's actually like I look back on it and I didn't really think it through and I which is kind of a blessing because I feel like sometimes the biggest moments in my life I've just kind of gone forward and went with it yeah and not been afraid like if I would have thought it through more and just basically let fear be the reason why I didn't or did do something I wouldn't you know I wouldn't have done it I was just ready to get out of the suburbs. I was like, I have been here for 17 years. <laughs> so you're going to the most densely populated city. I'm, uh, it's just like, like when you grow up in the bubble. And I just like, I'd always watch a like, Gossip Girl and so many things in New York. And then I came to visit and I was like this, you know, it was just so different. I feel like I love the suburbs and I have a new appreciation for them now like that I'm going back. But growing up, I just was like, I don't want to go to college where it's going to be the same deal. Like, you know, you feel like you have to be like a cheerleader or football player or just in one of these kind of clicks to feel like you're, and that's how I felt at the time. You know, I, you perspective, you get older and you realize, you know, you can have your own niche, but I felt like I was just, I needed to get away and do something different. And yeah, New York was exciting. And then it was really hard. Love, hate relationship. I'm sure you know, (laughs) I mean, no, you're from here, but I feel like everyone has a love, hate relationship with the city. Yeah. I was actually talking about that with my friend Nicole and Nicole and Alana. We were like sitting and talking and she moved to Jersey and she was like, I love it. Like I could never move back to Brooklyn. And I was, I was just like, I hear you. I hear that you like Jersey. I just don't think I could, I would. And like, and then my other friend pointed out, she was like, her whole family moved. Cause Two of them live in Jersey. One's family lives there and one doesn't. And the one that doesn't was like, it's hard. It's hard not to have your family close by. And that's just Brooklyn to Jersey. Like, that's not even New York to California. Like, it's hard to just be 100% on your own. And it makes 
where you're living very different. And I think New York City is like so crowded that it's easy to forget that. But then when you move to the suburbs, it's like there's no one there to distract you. Like there's no distractions. Yeah. Like you have to be alone by yourself and like acknowledge it. I know. I'm like, it's kind of amazing that you've lived in Brooklyn. I mean, you can still be in one place and evolve so much, you know, I think that's the beauty of like, you're like kind of in the suburbs to, in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. I am pretty far out in Brooklyn. Which is nice because you have that balance of being in the suburbs, but also being close to the city, you know, and that kind of like dynamic and balance. My mom let me sign up for dance classes, like a summer dance class in the city. I took myself there and back on the train at like 15, like, there's still was, like so many different experiences. I was just thinking that actually I was listening back to oh, I was listening to the episode that's going to come out this week and yeah. how we're talking about our childhoods and I don't think my mom would ever let me like sign myself up for an activity and take myself there when you were doing it when like when you were young but that's also just the, the differences of living in the city. Yeah. You know. I have the I means like- to get myself there. Yeah. At that point, I had already been going to dance class, like, where I lived alone. It was, like, 15 blocks. I could walk it or I could take a bus a couple stops. And my mom would, like, refill a Metro card for me so I could take the bus. So, like, I was already taking myself to and from dance class on public transportation, like, at a smaller scale for, like, two years before she was, like, sure, go into the city alone. It was, like, noon on a Wednesday. Like, it was the middle of the day. She was kind of, like... I mean, there could a lot could still go wrong, but like maybe not as much. It's kind of wild. I feel like I went to school and home. Like detour was the ice cream truck sometimes <laughs> when it was parked on the corner, and I could get like a tree, and then I had to get my ass home. There was no you, like dilly dallying. There was no like hanging out. Like as I got older in like junior high school, like. I would go home, drop my book bags off, and then there was, like, no one was allowed in the park for, like, two hours as the schools let out. But then once that, like, time frame was off, we'd all go meet up in the park or we'd hang out in someone's backyard and kind of just be hooligans and delinquents around. I guess I would go go to, like, a friend's house. But it was, like, I guess it was always, there was always parental supervision. Oh, yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. always parental supervision because, like, my parents worked, but so did other kids' parents. We were all yeah, kind of just was... letting ourselves in. No, funny enough, actually, though, my mom was telling me, who knows if my brother's going to get upset if he ever listens to this, but I don't think he does. So, oh, well. My brother, who's in eighth grade, actually had some friends over, and my parents both work, so they're not home. So he – and he walks to school because the school's closed. I guess he had asked if he could go to a friend's house maybe. And I think my mom had said no or something. So then he had friends over to swim in the backyard. Didn't tell him. Oh, oh, that's bad. I was going to say there was definitely times when I was like a teenager that I had like friends over while my parents were at work. But we did not have a pool. Like that is so dangerous. Yeah. But, you know, boys when they're in eighth grade. Well, men still till this day, you know. So, uh, <laughs> no so I don't think he realized that. And then, yeah, so then, oh, but then technology nowadays. So my stepdad saw that on the ring, I think some people cut, like basically leaving the house and was like, do not have your friends over, like when A, no one's around, you know, because when you're an adult, you know, it is dangerous, you know, the yeah. liability that, but teen- teenagers are teenagers especially boys and then my mom had the audacity because the physical therapist um that basically is my brother's pt (laughs) yeah she was like he said he came over to our house once for a party and i was like yeah i had a christmas party you were there like (laughs) you threw the party you bought the chips i had a birthday party also in the backyard you were there she's like are you sure i'm like yeah, I was afraid of you back then, so I wouldn't, like, have thrown also, a party. Also, like, I'm not good enough to clean enough to, like, after throwing a secret party. Also, my brothers were babies. Like, they were always home. Like, my mom was always home. So I'm like, yeah. what? Let's not try to... did you to leave the house? 
some scenario where I threw us. I was like, if anything, I went to other people's houses to throw parties where their parents were in there and didn't know. But my house was not the party house. No, like my, my parents house wasn't even big have a lot of party room. house. Mine was probably big enough to be the party house, but there were babies there and baby toys everywhere and parents around always. So it was not the house to throw a party at, unless it was a like pool party where parents like were there. We're you know? throwing it, yeah, yeah. I was like, don't Sorry. try to come for me, lady. I was your favorite child. I still am. <laughs> I was the easiest child. Um, yeah. I was not the easiest child, but I am now the best child. I think I was the easiest, in my opinion, but I also didn't pair myself, so can't really speak to that. My brother was, like, very easy, so easy, like, laid back, easygoing, could care less what was going on in his life. Um, But I was always very difficult. I was very particular. I was very picky. I wanted to be doing a thousand things. Guess who's Mrs. Impendent now? And (laughs) at home. But I pay rent. But like, I was gonna say, I don't think you were difficult. You just were like a go getter and had a lot of interests. No offense to people who don't have interests, but you just had a lot of interests and you wanted to explore them. I don't think that's you being difficult. It's just you. Yeah, but I think like when my parents told me not to dye my hair, and I dyed my hair, or I got my ears pierced, and like tattoos when they asked me not to. I think those were some difficult times. <laughs> I think those were things that they were like, I cannot believe you. Um, okay, was, like, did they, the tattoos happen after after high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was eighteen when I got my tattoos, but there's a like you live here, blah blah blah. Um. Oh my god, I once though, talking about things that are like dangerous and you don't realize as a kid, in like eighth grade, the Giants, the Jets, the Yankees. What no, sport? it was cold. It was cold. It was a, I think pretty sure it was football because it was cold. They like won the Super Bowl, so they were doing the ticker tape parade. So I'm in eighth grade and me and my friend were like, Great, let's skip school. We're gonna go. No one's gonna ever realize. Mm. So we just didn't go to school. We walked to the bus station the train station with like some allowance we had saved got on a train just followed other people that were wearing jerseys we had no idea where we were going we were like take a tape right in the city like we didn't have streets we didn't have actual locations we were just like oh my god those people have jerseys we will continue going that way so we like That's... got to the city watched the whole ticker tape parade and, ho- and then just went home you're we lucky like, i know you are lucky i feel like that is a lot of problematic things i'm hearing I did have a cell phone, though, so I think I was always, like, in my head, like, if I really get myself in trouble, like, I could always call for help, even though I would just be getting myself in more trouble. Um, yeah, or, yeah. But I had, like, gone to the city with my mom. She worked in the city, so I had gone with her a couple times. I, like, understood how the trains worked and, like, which trains came to our house. So I just, like, felt confident in the very little knowledge I had. Rose was a wild child, is what I'm hearing. She was, was a wild difficult. child. Yeah, you were wild, and that made you difficult. Is <laughs> <laughs> really what that was. You know what, though? Karma does exist, and I am paying for it tenfold. He's only a year and a half, but I know he's going to be so sassy. I know I am so in for it, and oh, that's yeah, okay. For sure. He, like, walked sure. up to me and shake his fist, like, I'm going to get you. Um, he's so lovable, though, his little face. He is so lovable. But he's sassy. He will make fun of you. He can't talk yet, but he makes fun of you and he will mock you. And yeah. Where is he learning this from? You know, I don't I don't quite know. Um, I can't put my finger on it. I'm like, is he learning this up from somewhere? Well, he just he like <laughs> I think it's also how we treat him. So like he said like part of a word the other day so i started repeating it back to him to try and get him to say it again and like build some repetition and i was sitting on the floor talking to him and he was standing and he bent over to look me in the face like you you good you okay like why do you keep repeating it and it's probably because like when he needs something we bend over and look at him like to talk to him in his face i see i see so he was being sassy but like he learned it through something that was like yeah when i bend over to talk to him i'm not being sassy but he like (laughs) instead of just like looking down at me he just like snaps himself there like it's just the movements are very sassy whether he means it or not and it's very funny 
Like if you cough, he'll point at you, cough and laugh. Like he's making fun of you. Interesting. I know. It's weird. Excited to see this in real life when I see him, I'm sure sometime soon. We have to get we have to get dinner. I know. Um Marco and Kevin. Am I allowed to, we have we have to, to get dinner day. with Marco and No, we call him Kevin. We call, okay. Kevin. I was like, am I allowed to say We don't Kevin? we don't call G we call G G, but we don't call Kevin Kevin. I mean we do call yeah. Kevin Kevin. Okay. Kevin? He's sleeping here. He should be. Oh my gosh. He has to Speaking be up at like three AM. Sleeping. I've been going to bed a little bit earlier. Um and now waking up early. And I feel like I'm so tired when it comes to like 10 it's not even 10 p.m yet and i'm like yawning it's such a tragic thing but you know what it's part of wellness and i think like i do feel better when i go to sleep early is everybody happy is that what they wanted us to say it is better when you go to sleep early it's just also really nice when you stay up sometimes like i know i'm such uh, a night owl I'm like, i Let love me stay up till 1 a.m 12 30 now i'm like okay it's 11 30 11 marco gets up so early like he goes to the gym every morning and i was like okay what i have to now ask him what time are you getting up tomorrow yeah he'll tell me and i'll be like don't touch me don't (laughs) (laughs) like leave please be quiet when you're getting up some i make him lay out the clothes the night before if he's getting up really early i don't make him i ask him to and he obliges I don't blame you because if the tables were turned, you know, he would want you to do the same. Kevin sleeps like he's dead. I I have full body shook Kevin before. And that's hard to do. And he's like, what? What oh, were you trying to wake me up? Meanwhile, I have him like half off the bed, like shaking. That man could sleep through a house fire. Like it's Marco, really bad. Marco's a heavy sleeper too. And I don't know how light doesn't affect him. Like he could just sleep and the light could be turned on or something, he would still stay asleep. I, I'm I don't why are men like that? You know, actually, I was talking to my aunt about this today. She was like, they just because their brains just turn off yeah. when they go to sleep. They just don't have like a women care are in the like world. still their train their brains are on. Yeah. And they're like thinking lights things. on. Is somebody like, robbing me? Is that my kid? Like what's going on? <laughs> Meanwhile, and then yeah, so now yeah, just like please don't wake me up if you're gonna not get a care in the world, life. not a thought. There's no thoughts between those ears most of the times. It's I've so never nice. thought asked a man what he's thinking. Nothing. There's nothing. So nice. I wish one day. Yeah. Not ever, actually, though, but love that. I took for antidepressants him. for a little bit. And sometimes it would feel that way. Like I would sit down and just like look at the wall because my desk faces a wall. And I would just like sit there for a minute and just be so content. And then afterwards, I was like, that was weird. That was an awkward feeling. Like, I had no thoughts. Yeah. It's probably how you're supposed to feel, but um, it was just too quiet in there. I couldn't do it. No, that doesn't sound normal. The no thoughts. I feel like they have thoughts. They're just, like, random. Gentler. Gentler. Yes. Not as intrusive and, like, they need to be acted on. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. Or just, Um, like. that's That's how I end up with a lot of my hobbies. I like think about something and I'm like, I should learn to do that. I should immediately learn to sew or knit and then I order things and then I try it and then I'm not good at it and I immediately hate it. I know. Are you trying crocheting? Okay, no. So I went back to a different hobby that I have all the supplies for laying around. Um, And I had a bachelorette this weekend and the color was blue and I felt like my outfit wasn't blue enough. So I thought I have blue beads. I made myself a necklace to wear, and it's something that, like, I don't know, January 2021, I was, like, super into, like, making jewelry and, like, learning how to do it, and then I was just like, ah, I'm really not that good at it, so I stopped doing it, but then I needed to make myself a necklace, and it looked so good, and I was able to just, like, boop, 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 put it together, and I had a necklace in 30 minutes. I felt so accomplished. I think you have a knack with with jewelry, because... You made me that necklace, and I actually wore it the other day when I went out. I was actually going to ask you what the brown beads were. Tiger's eye. Okay. And the white ones? Moonstone. Okay. I think there might 
I'm going to need to look at the little th- thread. I think one of them's like out, like it got like undone kind of, but I did wear it out and love it. So I think you have an act there. Thanks. I have like a long necklace I made years ago in college, but it that one took so long because it was like specifically 108 beads and there's a knot in between each of them. Mm. That was maddening, but I've been making jewelry since I was little and I've always like enjoyed it. So I kind of like go back and forth sometimes and like play around with some different things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I used to make jewelry when I was little too. I used to have all those little kits that would come with mm-hmm. like beads and yarn and all the little things. And you can like make a bunch of things. You can make like earrings, you can make bracelets. I loved those. Yeah. I used to love those too. Those were the, those were my jam back in the day. You can buy days. adult versions. There's this like bead company I really want to order from, and I think next order I will place from there. But they sell little kits. Like they're so cute. Mm, you should do it. We should think of an easy merch thing to do. Maybe like something. You make friendship bracelets. Like we can buy the beads individually and like make little friendship bracelet kits. But that depends on if we're gonna drop ship or order a batch and then ship them, which we have to talk about. Okay, I hear you. Maybe that's a collab we do one day when we're we're blown up and we just collab with a brand. We'll figure it out, as I always say. Okay, so the hobbies. I feel like so you I do was... always have way more hobbies. I'm like, my one hobby right now is the podcast and me trying to work out. So, and I need something creative to live in California. Yeah, like I'm at a point right now where I have the time to fit some hobbies in, but like. I always need something need like, creative to, some to work on. At you? Some more social posts for you to work on? <laughs> sure. Just send them my way. I'm obviously looking for hobbies. Um, but no, like I, I made that necklace during a meeting the other day. Um, so like I was fitting in during work time. Um, but I'm trying. I feel like this gives me hope for crocheting because I've worked at making Julia on and off. And then look, it worked out great for me. I really wanted to make myself a baby, so maybe I keep playing with crochet, don't pressure myself, and then next winter when I go to sit down and actually make a beanie, I'll be able to do it. So I'm hoping this means, like, I don't know, I'm a very all-or-nothing person, so I feel like sometimes when I find a new hobby, I need to, like, sit down and master it immediately, and I don't give myself the time to work at it and learn over time, and this is just proof that, like, you need to give yourself time to learn and work at it and practice and fail before you can like do something really good. So I'm hoping this yeah. helps teach me patience. Yeah. Who knows? Probably won't, but well, maybe think about it also. Like, is it something you enjoy in my manifesting journey? Because now I'm a manifesting guru. <laughs> I am very intentional with the energy and thing like what I spend my time and energy on. So essentially like think about your hobbies. Okay. There's some things that you want to try out and yeah, maybe they're not for you. Think about how you want to spend your time. And is it something that you want to spend your time on? Like if you're, you know, cause your time is like limited to an extent. So just, yeah. do you feel like good, even if you're not, it's not perfect. Is it something that you want to spend more time and energy on? And if, it's not and it doesn't like honestly give you something back when you're giving to it maybe you find a different thing i'll keep that in mind i'm gonna try crocheting a little bit more um been working on it for like 20 years so this might be the year i don't want you to give up on crocheting but crocheting could be not for you and that's okay no i enjoy it i need to work at crocheting because my problems are like I don't follow the patterns correctly or like I lose count of the stitches. So like the technique is there. I just need to figure out the more practical, like tactical side of crocheting and like making sure the rows are even. So that way when you go to like wear the scarf, it's not lopsided. That's what I need to like work on. So I feel like there's promise still in crocheting. And I've been trying really hard stitches. Is crocheting the same thing as knitting? Knitting is the two needles and crochet is the one hook. There's hooks, okay. there's, and there's needles. I feel like you should give yourself, like, a let me try crocheting for the next six months. And then if you really, like, still am not about it, not about it, maybe that's a sign 
then maybe it's just not for you, and that's okay. And I need to stop buying yarn. And not everyone's good at everything, you know? Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna keep trying casually. I'm not forcing myself to sit down and do anything. Okay. I'm gonna give it like I'm gonna give it like a lot more time. I'm just never gonna stop trying. But like not for sure myself. She's like, so uh fuck the feedback that if I your advice? <laughs> nah. I'm gonna keep giving it my energy, even though it doesn't give me anything back. I guess I'm just like I enjoy it while I'm doing it. Like, I don't sit there and I'm like, oh, this stupid needle and I got to do the yarn and I'm not, like, sitting there. But, like, when I'm done with it, I'm like, oh, I did this wrong. <laughs> I can't wear this as a hat. That's where, like, I have fun doing it. Here's my thing, though. And then we're, I'm going to let it go. I feel like when you talk about crocheting, there's more negative. Like, you're not getting as much out of it usually when you talk about it and while you should push yourself it's okay to not push yourself in every aspect you might ponder on this keep doing your crocheting but maybe there's something else you stumble upon that you like doing and then you could also just spend your more time and energy on that than trying to do this hobby what is the pressure you have with crocheting just because you did it like as a child i just really want to make myself stop trying to make fetch like... happen stop trying to make fetch happen okay i like okay so i really want to make myself a beanie because i always feel like really happy when people are like hey that's a cool necklace or hey that's a cool i don't know something okay, and i could be like i made this then you need to follow the pattern i'm trying to learn how to follow the pattern make simple do simpler ones start baby steps no, go bigger, go home. But yes, oh. I need to go back to baby steps. No, no, no. <laughs> but I want the beanie or I want nothing. <laughs> give me beanie or give me death. Okay? I love That's it. I the drama is real. That's what I tell Marco like every day. I'm like, the drama is real over here. With him. Also, beanies he are like low stakes. So like if you're trying, if I try to make like a scarf or a cardigan, there's just so much crocheting you have to do before you realize that it's wrong. With a beanie. Right? No, because they're like so the beanies are the beanies are easy because you just like crochet a rectangle, like a small rectangle like the size of your head. And then you like seam it up the middle and then seam up seam it at the top. And that's it. Whereas a scarf, you just have to like keep crocheting like five times longer than a beanie. You keep doing you and I'll keep supporting this cause. Thank you. And I've already made one successful beanie. It just wasn't successful for me. I I, I know you're talented and creative. I just am like, sometimes you try something and sometimes it's okay for it to not work. Okay. But, I'll remind myself that. But I feel like I'm getting somewhere. I'm close. I'm like so close to getting it. <laughs> All right, you hear you heard it here first, folks. It's currently April. We're we're entering mid-April. Let's see where Rose gets on her crocheting journey. I'm sure she'll fill us in. Let's give her till the end of the year. And if no progress has been made, maybe I'm gonna keep trying to try a new hobby. Oh, I'm thinking I'm thinking cross stitch, but I can talk about that later once I start it. Yeah, I'm just really loving these old lady crafts. But I'm painting. I love painting. So I love painting. I'm just not in a place right now to like have the ability to clean it up like that. Like crocheting, like I can sit and crochet for a little bit while G watches TV or like plays. But painting is hard to clean back up that quickly. Like crochet, I can just put it down and walk away. Even like making jewelry is hard when he's awake because if he like needs something or like there's little beads and they get everywhere sometimes. So like crocheting is like an easy awake time activity for me. I guess it depends on how much money you want to put towards this hobby but you know what i love doing and i've done it actually since i was a kid is going to color me mine yeah have you ever been? i restarted going as an adult like during covid and right before covid actually like i have a pot like a whole vase that i painted myself i have another thing that i painted myself like a kitchen item thing and i love it so much it like lets i've me actually creative. been wanting to go we should it's do it Oh, I love going there. And they glaze it for you, too. So you paint it, you leave it there. They basically set it because they, like, glaze, like, do put it in the fire and glaze it. And then you pick it up, like, two weeks later. But I have a few things now, and I'm, I want to take Marco. And you can book, usually most of the locations in the city, you can book a time slot. And then just go and paint. It's, like, therapeutic. 
they have lots of different things you can do. Like, I actually have a big bowl that I made years ago, like 10 years ago or something. Um, yeah, it's great. I love it. They have a couple in Brooklyn, not Color Me Minds, but like other things that I've been like, I've had it on my list to go. Um, I just need to get better at balancing getting out to do things because I want to go with Kevin. Yeah. And like, we've had a lot of like, weddings baby showers things like that that we've needed to ask for babysitters for so like it's hard to like balance those not even just babysitters just like balance weekends not hanging out with g and like it sucks right now figuring that out but like it's fine i mean it's worth it i enjoy spending time with my kid so i don't want to be like gone on weekends i want to try and find family things and i don't know if you've seen g with um, he broke one of my bowls, so he's a little—he's a little clumsy. If it makes you feel any better, Marco's v clumsy, and <laughs> I'm he, clumsy as well. But I have a little bit like, more awareness. Yeah, he like dropped a bunch of things in the shower the other day, and then I was like, "I'll fix it." And then I was like, "How are you possibly this clumsy? <laughs> like, what is going on?" Sometimes a loud noise will be made in another room, and I'm like, "Are you?" okay is everything okay in there i'm like refraining from running in the room just but i'm also like how are you this clumsy but i also think like it's you living with someone for the first time in a while again because like it takes a minute to like drown them out like sometimes kevin will like drop something and he'll be like oh i'm sorry i did that i'm like didn't even hear what happened what happened because i'm just yeah. like so tuned out to all the sounds around me because kevin is also like kevin's not clumsy but he's loud when he does things like he doesn't quite think about like when he's putting a cup down he like puts it down hard um regardless of what he says because he is like always slams things i don't <laughs> he does and it like took a while to like tune that all out that those things are like happening around me and they didn't need my attention because my house yeah. is like my house coming up was like a quiet house i guess like Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. Okay, well, speaking of basically living situations and stuff, I've had these clogged pores in my face <laughs> and I've had them for weeks and I've been like, they'll go away, they'll go away. Like, I don't, I don't even put makeup on most days. So I'm like, why are my pores clogged? Probably so finally, the, I know. So finally the other day, I like, you know, Okay, because I didn't really have acne growing up, so but I know like my mom's always like, Don't pop your pimples. And it wasn't it's not really a pimple, it just literally looks like a clogged pore. Like, yeah. Larger. So usually I'll like take a safety pin, like make sure it's clean, like a new safety pin, and like kind of like go in the like the little pore and like pop it. Cause it usually can see it's like white, you know, like it's bigger. It's not just like a small, small pore. It's like visible, like it looks like a plugged gland, essentially. Uh -huh. And then I'll like like use a little safety pin then um use like a two or a q-tip and then kind of squeeze it a little bit and you'll start to see like the blood and like a little bit of basically whatever was clogged in there come out yeah but i had three of them on my face the other day so i did that i spent i feel like i spent an hour doing it do you do it after the shower i had showered okay because but I didn't do it right after the shower. I don't know. I think I did it hours later because I was just tired of seeing them on my face. Like, I just have been, like, living, coexisting with them. Yes. So, as and... someone that suffers with acne, not terribly, I will not, I actually take that back. I don't suffer with acne. I occasionally have acne. It's better to, like, I get clogged pores, too. I get them in my forehead, mainly, yeah. like, right here and on my chin and my nose. So, T-Zone. Yeah. What I found helps is, like, doing it after the shower because your pores are warm and they're open a little bit more so it's easier instead of poking with the safety pin you can kind of just like push those things out and your hands are clean because you just showered your pores are open um, okay i'll yeah. try that next time i was like i can't with this anymore it's so annoying so then i did that but then you know it's like irritated for like a day so now yeah. i think by tomorrow because i think i did it sunday so by tomorrow it should be back to normal that's but I'm like, why that. should I? I it, it's annoying because I also don't wear a lot of, I don't wear makeup like every day, you know? Yeah, because it's getting warmer. Maybe you're like, I don't know, hotter. Like, I don't know. But I do need to go sweaty? to Sephora. Have you been working out? I went like, radio silent like... for a second because I was like, <laughs> shamefully, shamefully, I have not been working out. I worked out 
my workout today was walking for a mile, which is not a workout. Here's my predicament. I'm realizing I am doing my best to just not like there's so much going on. And I think sometimes I know I'm a very strong person and I can balance like I can I can do a lot. And sometimes I just like put my head down and do it. I am like at my capacity. I was telling Marco, I was like, I'm going to keep walking and I'm going to try to work out like two days a week, maybe until I move. But honestly, until I get to California, I. It's a very busy time in your life. Like it's hard to prioritize that at the moment. It, it's the thing that I, that goes to the bottom of my list, but it's annoying because I actually really do want to do it. I know it's good for mental health. So that's why I'm trying to force myself to walk. And I definitely will force myself to work out like at least twice a week. But yeah, between like working full time, trying to, there are some things that I'm trying to like push for at work and then podcast, which I love. So I like will like obviously want to put like my energy into that. Marco and I just moved in together. We also like don't have a place to live and we're moving to California in two months. We're doing a road trip on our way to California. There's so much going on. I'm turning 30 this year and I've spent very little energy on like what that is, but I do have an idea of what I want to do. There's just so much that, yeah, I'm like working out right now, like the treadmill and maybe working out twice a week is, is what's going to be possible for just my, there's so much, there's only so many hours in a day. I find when I like reintroduce working out and like, this is what's helped me in this like journey where in april i've been at it for four months i give myself very low goals to start because i'm an all or nothing person so if i'm like my goal my end goal is to walk four days a week i don't start out with four days a week because i know i will immediately fail every single week and i'll never want to do it so i start out with like two days a week and i'm like great i have only started i'm still only right now working out three days a week like i've been doing it a lot and i like try and put that forward and like move it towards the top of my list when I can but like it's still only three days a week and I'm trying to just keep adding a day when I can so it makes it feel like I'm making progress even though I'm just adding days and I'm not making like huge strides where it's like I'm walking six miles a day like I'm not trying to like push myself so hard I don't want to do it yeah I'm trying to I be know. gentle oh and I'm trying to eat healthy too that you there's me. I am working out so I can eat McDonald's I will See, be upfront with all of you I've been trying, which we can talk about next week because I don't have the time to talk about it today or the mental capacity, but I've been trying to eat healthier and Marco's really good at eating healthy and and cooks. So I've been trying to kind of like get more in sync with the way that he like eats with his like small snacks and stuff throughout the day and then one larger meal. So that's been a whole different change too because now that we live together, it's just easier for me to honestly like try to get in that system. Also, we all know for you avid listeners, I hate cooking. So, like, if someone's willing to feed me how they want, I'll eat it. Is what you're saying? If this is what I'm offered, I'll take it. Because honestly, it does take one thing off my plate, and that's like figuring out food for the day. Yeah. So, but I hear you. I'm I'm trying with my. I'm gonna start doing at least a couple miles a day walking. And Start then, with one. Yeah. Try and get a mile in two to three times I did, a week. I did a mile yesterday and I did a mile today. Look at that. You're already two times this week. I mean, do you count Sunday as part of no, this week? No, but. Week? Cause, okay, because I counted as last week too. Sunday no. Is, Sunday belongs to the week before. Sunday belongs to the week before, but I did. I have just done it two days in a row. And that's what I'm focused on. And I am going to start doing some like core stuff. Just the little things. Core, you need to work in core workouts, and I need to work in posture workouts this week. Yeah, Marco joined a gym. Um, he's lived here for less than two weeks, and <laughs> oh, he joined, already joined a gym. I've lived here for twelve years, and <laughs> haven't been to a gym in years. Um, just blink because we're gonna be here for two months, and it's like ten dollars a month. But at least they have equipment, so that's been nice for him because he does have some equipment he brought with him, but I don't have, like, a ton of weights. So I've been contemplating joining the gym with him, but I'm, like, realistically, am I going to go? So that's why I haven't joined it. You does know, he get my- I guess pass? 
I have no idea. I I'll ask him, but I can't imagine they get people guest passes if it literally only costs ten dollars a month to go to the gym to get, begin with. I feel like that would be a poor business <laughs> model. I don't know. The place around the corner for me is twenty five dollars a month, and you can bring a guest. I think. I don't know. I haven't been signed up for a gym in like six years. Yeah, I haven't since COVID. Since right before COVID. I just used to love going to the classes at the gym. That's what I was telling Marco. I love when someone pushes me, like, at the gym. I can do that. I can't. Yeah. I need to figure, maybe when I move to California, I'll just get a gym membership and, like, go to classes. Yeah. Uh, that was my problem. None of the gyms around me offer classes. Like, I have to travel to the gym, like, 15, 20 minutes. And to me, like, I'm already done. This one time, though, I took a rumble class. And, um... It was so difficult. And, like, I just – I was in better shape than I am now. Like, I would probably die. But, like, I was able to make it through the class. But by the end, I was just, like – my legs were so jello-y. I sprained my ankle so bad. It took, like, six months to heal. It was the worst sprained ankle I've ever had. Like, I had to wrap my ankle and, like, tape it and for months. How did you sprain your ankle when – Rumble is also boxing. And <laughs> well, no, because you do. Okay, so Rumble is I know 10 you have to move. I mean, it's... first off, my dad has been boxing his whole life, so I'm really good at boxing. But I know it's a full body workout. But you did you twist your ankle when you were moving and doing the moves? No, or... so what Rumble is is you do five, ba- five rounds on the bag. So you like – and then you do five rounds off the bag. So like – match strength workouts like burpees and push-ups and that stuff like I think I did it doing a burpee like jumping up and coming back down I think like my legs were so jello like I just landed wrong it was really (laughs) difficult (laughs) it can happen to anybody okay (laughs) you're like this is when I was in better shape I know it can happen to anybody. I just think it's, I'm imagining it happen. And it's not funny to think about, but it's just like, God, I was, I used to be so athletic. Yeah. I like, also I danced. So I wasn't like the same type of athletic you were. Like dance classes are an hour long, but you're not dancing for the entire hour. You have like pretty consistent stops and starts. So like Mm -hmm. it was never an endurance like, oh yeah. Test, like I never had like much endurance. Like, yeah. All you could really get out of me was a consistent two minutes and thirty seconds because that's what the routine usually <laughs> were. That's and like funny. by the end of that, I'd be like, oh, I'm dying. Oh yeah, I feel like soccer. Well, it yeah. has come in handy now sometimes. Or I'm like, you can do it, girl. Just keep keep moving, keep moving. Your body's resilient. Just push it. Is it? Is it though? <laughs> I don't I think know. my body's super resilient, but um. I signed G up for swim classes this spring. We're like halfway Fine. through them. Well, I decided because I was like, well, I danced and like Kevin plays basketball and like you had soccer. I was like, what is going to be G sport? I got to like start testing them out now at a year and yeah. a half. I love this. So I signed him up for swimming because I was like, swimming is like fairly easy on your body. You could like get your lifeguard certification in high school. You have an after school job that pays well. It's a good life skill to have, I feel like. So I was like, swimming, we'll try that out. And we did like three class. We did like four classes. And like they have you put them in the water and you make them kick their feet on like laying forward and laying backwards. And then you dunk them and you get them to blow bubbles. And it was all feeling so pointless. Like I was four weeks in and I was like, this is so dumb. I bring this kid here to get in the water with him for 30 minutes. And he just like splashes around because he won't kick his feet. And he <laughs> won't like blow bubbles. And he won't do any of the things I'm trying to get him to do. And I'm like, this yeah. is so frustrating because I don't want to be here at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. But then He's baby, on, the fifth, though. on the fifth class, though, he started kicking his feet and he was blowing the bubbles. And he was, like, even, like, trying to, like, do the little scoops for his arms. And I was, like, this was worth it. I was, like, I just needed to stick it out. And this was worth it. And then we missed a week. So now I'm hoping when we go back he'll, like, remember. But I was, like, how long is it? Why am I here? It's only 30 minutes, but it's, like, I have to drive there. It's two months. It's eight classes. Okay. I feel like you're So we have, like, four more left. Maybe. I think that's good that you're trying it with him. He's still really young, so I think it's good that you're doing it now. And maybe you're going to have to stick with it. Because it's like any hobby or habit, 
it takes time to get comfortable a just even doing it and then once you're doing it then if you don't keep doing it consistently it can be hard to keep it up this place has like um it has a swimming pool obviously but you can sign up for a membership to use the pool so i think i'm not gonna like re-enroll him in the class because he's just gonna take the same class a second time yeah because like like, 18 to 36 months well 18 to 36 months are like grouped together so once you've taken the class the class just keeps repeating itself it never advances until after three years so what i would do is i would sign him up for a membership and then just take him to open swim hours and just keep running through the like kick your feet and blow the bubbles and like keep running through those same exercises yeah on our own because it's and then at three i'll sign him up again fine so exciting so that's his sport for right now contemplating tennis definitely no football no baseball makes me a little nervous why does baseball make you nervous have you ever seen how the they get hit with the ball sometimes sometimes the batter bats it right back at them the batters get hit that's not common my brother plays travel baseball it's it's a good sport listen if he wants to play baseball he can I'll probably sign him up for it because the local church does like $50 for baseball and basketball for the whole year. So how can you go wrong with $50? Do they give you jerseys too yeah. and stuff? That's what it pays for. And then all the coaches are volunteers and like the kids' parents. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not expensive. Okay. We'll see what he does. To be determined, he could my brothers did golf also, but that's expensive. A good sport I have a golf course like 10 minutes from me. I live, I worked on a project with this guy that was like a golf caddy and like traveled the world and like did the crazy golf tournaments. Hmm. He was in and we were doing a project with him. He was like, oh, I'm going to go golf a little bit. And I was like, where are you going golfing in New York City? You going to Chelsea Piers? He was like, no, I'm going to this golf course. And I was like, that's 10 minutes by my house. I've driven by that thing every single day of my life to go to Rockaway. Like it's right there. I was like, that is so crazy that you, this man of the world, have been to like yeah. these exotic golf courses and you're like, this is my favorite place to go in New York City. I was like, well, look at the suburbs. They're so charming. But speaking <laughs> of people that we work with, as we probably start to wrap up soon, because I think we're close to that we're time. An hour, yeah. Can we just give a shout out to Scott? <laughs> Comment? No, I feel like LinkedIn post. Scott's comment, but also Steven deserves a shout out because he brought it up in a meeting the other day and he was like, I've been listening to this. Have you been listening to this? Oh, meeting the podcast. I was just talking about him to my family on our FaceTime as I was um, interrogating people slash guilting them to listen. And I was like, you know, speaking of people randomly, you know, supporting, I mentioned Scott and then I mentioned Steven because I was like, you know, my old boss that like used to be my like one of my main bosses at NBC still listens and and has been like supporting the podcast and it's super amazing and also really nice to see that I haven't talked to Steven in years but he was a great boss you know um like he pushed me to basically figure out what I need to do and leave because he knew like he couldn't guarantee that I was going to get, you know, promoted and be able to grow. So that is awesome that he's listening. I love that. Thank you for your support. We appreciate you guys. It's so nice. It's like a full circle moment, honestly, for me. I still work with him. <laughs> I feel like it's super rough. You know what? This is what, for anyone who's listened to episode 10, Rose and I, while are very similar, I feel like I... <laughs> you just said this the other day about you you were like um when i'm in the moment i don't appreciate it sometimes yeah <laughs> and this is all like you know what i mean okay <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> i'm like this bitch <laughs> no i'm not saying i don't appreciate it i'm saying it's different because i still work with him like he's like a, he's i mean he's my boss but like he's still a co-worker like i still see him and i'm meetings with him I'm just saying it's funny because when we were talking it well we had a side convo about assistant stuff and you're like I feel like I didn't always appreciate like the things that you were learning when it was happening yeah and it's like this you know but yes we're amazing and everyone should listen quality content you're getting here and we really do think about our listeners I mean 
all about manifesting is just been trying to be intentional with what we're, you know, sharing and saying and talking about. So on that note, I guess we should wrap it up. I guess I can wrap us up since Rose. Yeah, I'm is, about out. Her voice is her voice is gone. She partied away the weekend. <laughs> I wish that was why I'm just sick. She's a party animal. Well, thank you all for listening another week. We appreciate everyone who's been supporting us. And if you're new to listening, we hope you stay along for the ride because we're not going anywhere. Thank you all. Please follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Like our like our like our stuff or just engage with it. Honestly, I was telling my aunt the other day, all of the content is very intentional. Like it does it hopefully will bring you good vibes or add some sort of benefit to your day. So if you're looking for content like that, follow us. If not, just listen to us. But we'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Music and editing done by Marco Aguilar. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.